is the Fade 5 Podcast with Brad Evans and Nate Lundy. Place your bets, you jackwagons! Brad, the big noise happens here, joined by the good son of Daniel Lundy. Yes, uh, we are back in action here on the Fade 5 Podcast. Got a preview, NFL Week 18. Uh, try to get you some hopefully profitable selections, and that's more. We're going to have additional action across uh, the spectrum of sports as well. And let's go ahead and dive in immediately on brand our first podcast of 2024 and hop aboard the Hong Kong Plus Bus. What is our favorite plus 100 odds or greater offering across the spectrum of sports books? Uh, could be Friday, Saturday, Sunday, could be the NFL, could be the NHL. You're specialty college basketball college football upcoming with the national title game the nba pick your points in lundy what do you got for me well let's go to the ice brad it's a, a really light schedule there are only three games on the schedule tonight for the nhl is because last night was busy tomorrow is always busy you've always got hockey night in canada uh on saturday <laughs> so they always load everything up on saturdays but we've got three of them here for you tonight and i'm gonna go to jersey shall we the blackhawks mm. and the devils um and we're gonna get a little creative here or we're gonna we're gonna go off into a different uh player prop than we might normally do or that we might normally look at on an sgp because because Jack Hughes is uh, en fuego. Five-game point streak, uh, a goal in there, plus six apples uh, to go along with it. So when you see him on that kind of point streak, oh, hey, Lundy, let's uh, let's go bet on him to have a point. Uh, yeah, the problem is he is minus 135 to have two points. That's how oh. much they are expecting him to have success against the Blackhawks. So what do we do? We go look at the man advantage. We go to the power play point. Try saying that three times fast without spitting all over your computer monitor. Um, so we're going to go for Jack to have a power play point at plus 105. That's pretty universal. I saw it at DK, saw it at Caesars, saw it over at ESPN Bet this morning as well. Part of the reason why. He's got 21 power play points this season, which is uh, just an insane number. Uh, the majority of those are, are assists, by the way. But on top of that, Chicago near the bottom in penalty kill, 73% on the season, which is no bueno. But New Jersey, number one on the power play this season at 30.6%, sitting just ahead of the New York Rangers. So when they're on the man advantage, New Jersey does it better than anybody else in the NHL. You take Jack, he's on that top line. He's out there uh, with Jesper Bratt, who, by the way, is a great play on a power play point as well at plus 170 if you really want to go crazy. But I'm not going to go too nuts. Give me plus 105 Jack Hughes power play point tonight for the Devils. Oh, that's downright sexy. I like that action quite a bit. Let's go to NFL Week 18 and under the prime timelines with a lot at stake playoff-wise. Uh, how about Josh Allen anytime touchdown? And you're going to pair that, uh, at least I did, with the Buffalo Bills to win straight up there on South Beach against the Miami Dolphins. Yeah, put those hands together. Plus 145 at BetMGM. Uh, you look at Josh Allen, number two this season, and among all NFL quarterbacks in red zone carries, averaging 2.2 per game. He's also netting 20.6 rush hours per game and six attempts per game on the ground flat this year. Uh, and, you know, he only had one touchdown week one uh, versus Miami, uh, but he has gone over the anytime touchdown prop in nine of his last 10 games. He has 15 rushing touchdowns in total. And you look at the Dolphins, uh, yeah, they're 
number two in rush EPA defense since week 10, but Allen faced the number one ranked EPA rush defense since week 10 last week in the New England Patriots, and I only scurried in the end zone once, but did it twice. I think he is going to do that again. A uh, guy that usually runs in uh, games of high leverage situations, and this is certainly one of those. Uh, Miami has given up five rushing TDs, the quarterback position this season, and I think the Bills are going to get the win as Miami has injury issues galore defensively, a couple of key injuries at the offensive end as well, and Buffalo right now humming, uh, playing their best football of the season at the most opportune time. So to recap, to recap, Josh Allen, anytime touchdown, and Buffalo to get the win on that money line, plus 145 there at BetMGM. With those bets on the board, let's get after it with the NFL Week 18 edition of the Fade Five. Number five. Numero Cinco here on the countdown. Let's go with a Saturday special in a game with colossal magnitude in terms of uh, win or get in. Loser, uh, sayonara. Uh, see you later. Uh, go to a Caribbean island and just soak up the pain with umbrella drinks. As you got Houston and Indianapolis cold. So, again, tons at stake, high-pressure situation. And that's why I think the junior gun show is going to flex in this game. Give me Michael Pittman on the over in the old market. Seven and a half catches against the Texans at plus 120. Pull this one from ESPN Bet. Uh, for those of you that follow me in the X, where I'm always trying to give it to you at Noisy Huevos, this is also the da 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 Sledgehammer special of Week 18. Pittman has done this 11 times. That's it, really uh, extraordinary. He's caught eight or more passes 11 times this year, averaging 10.2 targets per game. He is number four among all eligible wide receivers in total route wins. He had eight in the first match between these two squads back in week two when he faced a lot of Derek Stingley in coverage in that game. Now, Stingley's been uh, an appreciable a corner man this season has done very well in terms of catch rate allowed, passer rating allowed. But again, that history, and I know you're going to scream, sample size of it, sample size of a Pittman just uh, gets a funnel of targets from Gardner Minshew. And Houston is a collective number 19 in pass EPAD since week 10. So I think Pittman gets the Ocho in receptions. And I hopefully, fingers crossed, cash in at plus 120 there at ESPN Bet. Lundy, straight out of the gate, feed or follow. Look at you just reaching to start with at number five. Oh, oh, hey. Hey, check that out. It's got plus odds. It's oh sure. Yeah. I'll bet on it. How much yeah. are you how much are you chasing? It's the first time you and I have talked in a little while because of yeah. my schedule with the holidays and family in town and all that kind of insanity. Uh how much are you chasing from week 17? Okay, honestly, I got my ass kicked in week 17. Uh, I was I was at like around 35 to 40 units being up on the season. Until week 17, and I lost 12 units in total. I'm at 25 plus of the year, which is still outstanding. I'll take it all day long because I was down like 30 last year. But yeah, um, I got my teeth kicked in, and hey, I just worry about. It's funny because, again, with family here in Denver and all that kind of stuff, I wasn't able to join you for the pod, and I haven't necessarily been paying as close of attention to the spreadsheet as I might normally do. Yeah, Are you coming out of the gate at number five with a plus odds bet told me all I needed uh, to know. Now, 
That said, um, I do think we're looking at uh, a little bit of a, a, a shootout type of appeal in this game on yep. Saturday night. I think these two teams are just going to go back and forth. And if that's the case, follow the trend. Brad already told you he's done this 11 times this season. Keep doing it. Take it at plus odds. If you want to SGP this, you can obviously bring him down. Take him to six. Take him to seven. But if you like the plus odds and you like the standalone, even on a half-unit bet, I'd jump on this one. Oh, let's chase together. Number four. All right, Numo Quattro here on the Fade of Five, Week 18 Countdown. Uh, I'm going to go with some more plus money. Yeah, because, again, I'm in full chase mode, uh, trying to redeem myself after a lousy Week 17. And I say cheers to Chris Olave. I'm going to take the over the alt market on receiving yards, and uh, I'm going to take the over on 79 and a half. Can he get 80 or more? I think he can against the ATL. Plus 110, also pulled from ESPN Bet. Uh, recall back. Uh, in week 12, Alave went ballistic, absolutely went berserk in that game uh, against the Falcons. Nine targets, seven receptions for a buck 14. So we absolutely smashed the number needed here to cash in. I uh, saw a lot of A.J. Terrell in coverage. Uh, maybe he'll get a little bit of that, or, or maybe he'll get a lot of a Clark Phillips uh, in coverage, who's been outstanding. Uh, the rookie corner has given up just a 44% catch rate to his assignments this season, and Atlanta has a collective since week 10, number nine in pass EPA defense, but seven wideouts have gone for at least 80 receiving yards against them. Olave has gone for at least 80 yards in eight contests this year. He is number nine in total route wins. He is number six in total air yards and number three in total deep ball targets. So don't suck, Derek Carr. And hopefully Chris Olave is going to get that separation needed to get a couple of chunk gains to push the the over again he went for a buck 14 and the first squaring off against the Falcons so cook those birds Chris give me that over 79 and a half receiving yards against Atlanta plus 110 at ESPN bet Lundy better follow Lundy's on mute yeah, I, it, it happens sometimes. You need to understand. This is uh, I got to retrain my body on what buttons to press uh, here. Look, I'm not. Um, I, I'm. I'm. I'm less fading and following you, Brad, as I am um, rooting for your bankroll. Uh, I think that's really. Uh, I think that's really what it is. Because look, after this, we start going into the playoffs, and that's when some of these player props get a little bit interesting. Butts start to pucker up, if you know what I mean. Uh, and it gets a little bit more difficult to be able to do. Could Chris Olave do this? Hell yes. Are you chasing? Double hell yeah. yes. Um, man, I think you're going to be sweating this one. i got to be honest with you. I like him to get to the 70 mark. I'm not positive he can get to the 80 mark. But just for you, and because I forgot to press unmute, I'll follow. Extra layer of deodorant required. I'm betting the over on Chris Olave. Number three. Numero Trace here on the fade at five NFL week 18 countdown. Let's work in SGP and let's get some more plus money on the board tied to a team with some playoff implications on the line in a delightful matchup against a commander squad that uh, is trying to better, I think, their draft position and they're going to be successful possibly in that endeavor because they're going to get steamrolled. So as a result, give me Big D. I'm going to take this on the old spread minus six and a half and I'm going to pair that and let's correlate, synergize, and bring it all together with Dak Prescott. Two or more passing touchdowns. Yes! Mind-blowing. I can't believe it's available plus money, but it is. Plus 102 there 
uh, constructed at ESPN Bet. Uh, Dallas, far and away the better team. Uh, whether you're uh, analyzing with the eye test or the advanced analytics, uh, since week 10, number three in total EPA offense, they've sloughed a little bit defensively, but still number 14 in EPA total defense during that stress. Washington, meanwhile, really the definition of the dregs of the keg uh, in both those categories, number 27 and number 28 offensive defense during that span. Dak, numero uno in red zone pass attempts this season, respectable number 14. And red zone completion percentage, he's thrown for a pair of touchdowns or more in nine of his last 10 games, including uno, dos, tres, and cuatro, me amigos, that he heard the first matchup there against the Commanders in week 12. He may get this, honestly, in the first two drives of the game and a little early bonus time. I say he throws one to CD Lamb. Uh, squarely for the first touchdown in this game. So if you want to take CD Lamb anytime, touchdowns, little minus odds, the various sports books, you want to take him uh, first uh, TD in the game, entirely doable. Uh, I think Dak is going to absolutely go off, much like the Dallas uh, team as a whole. And then Dak will sit probably in the fourth quarter. So to recap on this SGP and come with me, if you are buying when I am selling Dallas minus six and a half on the old spread, Dak Prescott, two or more passing touchdowns, a cool plus 102 at ESPN Bet. Lundy, fair to follow. I'm fine with this one, but I'm telling you, I think you push it. I think you take Dallas minus nine and a half. I think you oh, take Dallas. Like I think you take Dallas to win this by double figures and you bump this up even higher. I'm fine with this. We're in positive territory, and we've told you a million times on this podcast to not get greedy when you're worried about your SGPs. Don't. Don't get too crazy with the number of legs you're doing unless you're sitting on a free bet. You know yeah. I love doing that with a free bet. You got a $5. I did a $5 freebie last night, Brad, that they gave me that had no shot in hell of hitting, but the payday on it was like $8,600. Like, I didn't even care. I was like, this will be fun. And I missed like four of the legs. Like, I didn't, I mean, it wasn't even any of those things <laughs> you were sweating, but I'm like, screw it. It's a free $5 bet. What do I care? Um, so, Get greedy if you decide to be with some of your free bets. You don't have to do it here, but I do believe Dallas wins this by double figures, so I don't mind the idea of taking the first leg of your SGP up. I'm with you on Dak with the two passing touchdowns, and I'm also with you on the fact that I think that could wind up happening in the first half. I'll talk to you more about this game when we get to bonus time. $5 free bet. Number two. All right, that was a terrible Subway reference from uh, back in the old days, $5 footlong. For those of you who may or may not know that, and no, you cannot get a sandwich for $5 anymore. Inflation! It sucks. Uh, what doesn't suck is anything tied to Justin Jefferson. And that's why on numero dos here on the Fade 5 NFL Week 18 countdown, I'm going to take the over. On 87 and a half receiving yards, uh, minus 115 available there at Bet MGM. Truth be told, I grabbed this one and opened a couple of days ago at 84 and a half, and it's creep, creep, creeping on up. And if you want to take this up in the alt line market to like the mid 90s or maybe even 99 and a half, I say smash it. I think it's going to be 100 yards or greater for Jefferson in this game. Uh, keep an eye out as well for most receiving yards for a player and what those odds are, are tied to Justin Jefferson. 
in this contest because Minnesota is a lot to play for. Nick Mullins uh, going to be at the controls for the Vikings traditional pocket passer, and they look great together on the field uh, just a couple of weeks ago against the Detroit Lions. In that game at week 16, 10 targets, 6 catches, 144 yards for J.J., who was dynamite. Uh, you look at Detroit, number 31 in pass EPAD since week 10. So one of the worst pass defenses in the NFL during that stretch. Uh, they may sit some of their starters in this game. Uh, that's a full expectation. They can jockey a little bit for playoff position, but not a ton. Uh, initially, he's going to see a lot of Cameron Sutton, and that's a good thing for Jefferson. Uh, the DB for Detroit's given up a 112.9 passer rating and 65.8 catch rate to his assignments. And you look at Jefferson, you know, he's uh, dynamic for a reason. 9.5 targets per game, number four in yards per route run, number nine in yards per target. And on the 87.5 receiving yards prop, he has hit that over in five of eight games. He's going to be peppered with looks, I believe, from Mullins. This could be like a 12-target kind of contest and uh, really a dire straight situation for the Vikings. So to pull it all together, Justin Jefferson over 87.5 receiving yards against Detroit, minus 115 at BetMGM. Lundy. Better follow. Now you're speaking my language. Look at you bringing it down to standard juice uh, at the yeah, minus 115. I, I am all over Justin Jefferson. Those of you whose uh, fantasy uh, season-long fantasy is already over, which it should be, if you're playing in week yeah, eight, please. you. Um, it, but if it's already over, you're going to feel bad because JJ's going to go off, uh, and you're going to be sitting back going, "Damn it! If only he had done that for me earlier this season." Blah 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 blah. Just lick your wounds and move on, like I did when the fact that I had to go through the fantasy playoffs in the league that I'm in with the bald one right here without CJ Stroud. Oh, oh, God, that was painful. In a two-quarterback league, it sucks when you're missing the guy that was carrying you so much throughout the season. But I digress. Hammer this with Justin Jefferson. Brad, he's got – I know it's plus odds. I, I'm not so sure that I don't sprinkle a quarter unit or a half unit on him to go over 100. Oh, Justin Jefferson, just go nuts. You're entirely capable, especially with Nick Mullins throwing you the rock. Number one. Number one here on the Feed 5 Podcast. Bear down, Chicago Bears. Bears can play spoiler against our arch rival, the Green Bay Packers. And they do exactly that. So on this SGP, I'm going to hit the Bears lineup uh, to plus three and a half. And give me Justin Fields. All I need is one passing touchdown, not a running touchdown. One passing touchdown. Got to be of the aerial variety. Yeah, slap those hands together. Plus 105 available there at BetMGM. Uh, this may be a stunner uh, to some of you that are out there listening, but Chicago is number one in total EPA per play defense since week 10. Uh, they have done it about phase, complete turnaround from earlier this season. Respectable number 18, though middling. And EPA per play offense. But you look at Green Bay, number 24 in EPA pass defense since week 10. So they've certainly been passengers on the struggle bus. And they have allowed a one or more passing touchdowns in seven consecutive games. A fields way back in week one actually had growing follicles, I think, uh, way back then uh, in September 
Fields went 216 and one through the air. No, no, actually, I didn't have the follicles, but he still hit uh, the necessary leg there in that one passing touchdown in the first matchup in week one. He has gone over this in eight of his last 10 games and a respectable number 17 to red zone completion percentage. I was on the drive up to Chicago this morning listening to the uh, local sports talk radio station. My buddies there at 670 to score. All the talk in the Windy City right now is about what are the Bears going to do this offseason with Justin Fields? He is out there to try to prove to this team, to the fan base, to all the locals that I need to be the quarterback, not only of the present, but also of the near future, even though the Bears own the number one overall pick. Thank you, Carolina, for royally sucking. Uh, maybe they're going to trade it away. I think he's going to go out there and put on a bit of a showcase against the arch rival Green Bay Packers as a result. To recap, to recap on this SGP, number one on my week 18 board, Bears plus three and a half, Fields, one more passing touchdowns, a simple plus 105 at Bet MGM Lundy. Bader, follow. Make it happen, folks. Follow it on the plus numbers here. I agree with you about Fields, because look, it, whether he's trying to impress uh, the guys at the score, which <clears throat> I'm telling you right now, he's not going to, uh, but uh, whether he's trying to do that or whether he's trying to show the team that is going to pick him up what he's capable he, look, he wants to come out and he wants to show out. I thought he's looked pretty good. Um, I mean, look, Russell's on the way out here in Denver. I'll take him, bring him here. I don't yeah. care. Uh, right now, I, I, I would take a cardboard cutout of Peyton Manning as the Broncos quarterback right now, if that's what it means. And uh, by the way, I said this on Twitter, and apparently I lit a firestorm. I didn't mean to. I was actually being very honest. I said on on the X on Twitter uh, earlier this earlier uh, last week uh, that I'm not so sure that I wouldn't uh, let Sean Payton walk and keep Russ, but that's just me mm. um, because I, I, I think Payton's come across as a royal prick through all of this, and I don't really want that as my head coach. Um, Justin Fields is going to prove whether he does it next year in Chicago or he does it somewhere else. I think he's gradually learning. Yes, his learning curve has not been fast enough for the fan base that is Chicago, but I do think he's getting better. Love him for a passing TD here. And absolutely, give me the Bears plus the um, plus the three and a half on the road. I like both of those put together. Love it at BetMGM. Take it at plus odds. Uh, Justin Fields, please stay in Chicago. That's my opinion. And bring back Bobby Brister Broncos. Why not? One of the greatest names all time in NFL history. Hey, guess what? It's Bear- oh, pull Brian Greasy out of the damn TV booth at this point. <laughs> yeah, I, I completely understand. Uh, I even- don't give a shit. Bob Greasy, Brian Greasy, it really doesn't matter. It's bonus time. Let's get after it here. Uh, the remaining slate, uh, it could be NFL, could be NHL, could be the NBA, could be college basketball, where my mind always is, especially tonight, is my line are going to West Lafayette to take on Zach Eady and Purdue. I will have a bet on that here in a moment. But Lundy, you have the floor, amigo. Well, I'm not going to steal your thunder, although I'd be happy to share with what I'm betting on that game between Purdue and Illinois. Ooh, please do. Uh, Wait, I, you lay, you got to sell it. Give it lay, to me. Lay the points with Purdue. Um, oh, that's that's my opinion. Lay the points yeah. with Purdue. Um, I think you're a lion. I are in deep shit tonight, Brad. So that's just <laughs> you go ahead. I know you've got to play. I think you're a lion. I are in uh, are in deep trouble here um, at this point. Uh, let me go to that Dallas-Washington game for you here. I got a couple of bets that I like in this one. Uh, I'll take CeeDee Lamb over, and I know this is a big number, folks, and I'll still take it, over 28 and a half 
on his longest reception. Mm. Oh, that is a massive number. But I think it happens with C.D. Lamb. You already talked about the fact that you like him for an anytime touchdown. You even like him for the first touchdown of the game. If you get one of those bonuses where you get the extra or you get the uh, insurance that some of the places do, like, hey, you bet 10 bucks on a first touchdown. It doesn't hit. You get it back, whatever. Uh, I like that for C.D. Lamb. But I also like him. I like him on the effort CDs down there somewhere type of play. Um, I think that could happen. And for the record, I also like it the over at 19 and a half on Brandon Cooks for his reception. Mm. If you want to double down in that game, I think this is going to be a Dallas showcase. Uh, I think the commanders are in trouble. Yes, I know Dallas does not look as good when they are on the road, but I'll take it here in week 18 against Washington. So I like both of those guys on their longest reception. Uh, how about this for plus odds, Brad? Um, I, God, I really like this. Um, I'm going to play the over um, in Dallas on two first-half touchdowns. Now, oh, in, yeah. I have this from our friends. At, I wish I could remember what site I was looking at late last night because uh, I want to give them credit. You can make this bet at Bet365. Not all of the books have it. Bet365 does for Dallas to have two first-half touchdowns. If you can't find that or you don't have Bet365 where you are, I will take at DraftKings Dallas to have over 14.5 points in the first half. That is plus odds, plus 110. And I know part of the reason why is because they could go touchdown, touchdown, and then be done. Yeah it because of the hook but i do believe that dallas puts at least 17 on the board in the first half and part of the reason that i believe that is something that you mentioned before and that is i think dak might go ham in the first half i think dallas might try to boat race them in the first half so that they can rest everybody after that in the second half and that is why i'm leaning a lot of bets in the first half of this game with Dallas. So I just want to throw that um, throw that out there. Give me the over on Buffalo and Miami in the first half, 24 and a half. Same kind of concept. I think both of these teams are going to come out firing. Um, and I will play the over at the 24 and a half. That is standard juice right now at DraftKings at a minus 110. Um, I don't have the number in front of me, but I do want to correlate uh, with your Justin Jefferson, Brad. Give me the over on whatever Mullins passing yards are. Um, I think when I looked uh, early yesterday, it was in the mid 260s, maybe 264, somewhere in that range. I got it right here. Uh, 263 and a half minus 115 juice on the over at Betting I'll GM. Take, I'll take the over because I'll tell you what, I think that's actually crept down a couple of yards from where it opened. If you believe in what JJ could do, I believe Mullins can get up over that number. So I do like that one. Then let me take you back to uh, the hockey action for tonight. I already gave you Jack Hughes for the power play point in that game between New Jersey and Chicago. There's a really fun bet that Caesars allows you to do. It's the only place I've seen it so far. I'm digging around to see if I can find it at the other books. You can take New Jersey to win or tie all three periods. So all they got to do is either win, you know, win, uh, first period, one nothing, whatever. Second period, one to one. Okay, you get it. They have to win or tie all three periods against Chicago. That is minus 123 at Caesars. I've been playing this over the course of the holidays. This is my first chance to come back. It's the first time I found it. I just was digging around looking for different bets that I could make on some of these hockey games, especially ones that I think are going to be lopsided, which I think is going to be the case tonight between the Devils and the Blackhawks. And so when you find a game like that, 
you know, uh, Devils on the money line right now are like a minus 300 or something. I mean, it's just ridiculous how much they're favored in this contest. So you got to go find a different creative way to do it. And in hockey, one of the ways you can do that is to follow the pattern of the periods. If you think there's a game that is going to be dominated by one team, go track this down. And for those of you that have never played this before on Caesars, if you go into the game itself, scroll to the right, you're going to see a tab at the top just labeled periods. That's where it is. And you scroll down and you find it again. Jersey minus 123 to win or tie all three periods in the game tonight. That's a full unit bet for me. I'll have more on the spreadsheet. But for now, I yield the floor to the gentleman who's about to watch as a lion I lose. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm going to give you a selection of that uh, here in a second. So take a chill pill, buddy. Uh, And crack is whack, Luddy. But the Team Huevos Parlay play is on the agenda right now. And on this SGP, let's go to Eagles and Giants and a storied rivalry here. I'm going to take the Giants plus 14. Give me Tyrod Taylor. One or more passing touchdowns. And a third Giants? Really? Saquon Barkley, 50 or more rush yards. Uno, dos, tres, mi amigos, plus 154 at ESPN Bet. Uh, Sirianni's already come out and said it's in consideration that the Eagles starters are going to rest in this game because in order for the Eagles to really move up and play off positioning, they need the Dallas Cowboys to lose. If Dallas ain't going to lose, they're going to absolutely boat race the commanders. So I, I don't see that happening unless hell does indeed freeze over. So I think the Giants are going to keep this game highly competitive. Again, it's a rivalry game. They have nothing to play for, but for some damn respect. So covering that plus 14, Tyrod's uh, throwing at least one passing touchdown and back-to-back games. The Eagles are number 27 to pass EPA defense among the starters uh, since week 10. And then you look at Saquon Barkley, all I need is 50 or more rush yards. He had 23 carries for 80 yards in the first matchup a couple of weeks ago. He's gone over this 10 times this season. And the Eagles, much like their pass defense, a run defense, equally susceptible, number 31 in rush EPAD is Philly since week 10. So to recap, to recap, on the Team Huevos Parlay play of the day or the week uh, on the SGP, Giants plus 14, Tyrod, one more passing touchdowns, and Saquads, he's got to be flexing those leg muscles, 50 or more rush yards, plus one, five, four at ESPN Belt. All right, uh, elsewhere in bonus time, bonus time. Uh, let's stay in the NFL before I get to college basketball and wax poetically about my Illini. Uh, whatever the number is for DeAndre Hopkins receiving yards, I'm taking the over. He needs 49 to cash $1 million. Uh, pinkies over the mouth. Uh, he needs several receptions, get an additional 230 k in his pocket. The number is not going to be like 49 and a half at the books. Probably going to be somewhere in the 60s against the Jacksonville Jaguars. Honestly, he could double the 49. He could maybe flirt with 100 yards in this game, likely with Will Levis there at the controls. Why? Well, the Jags uh, are a team that has really slumbered here defensively down the stretch. And number 22 in pass EPAD since week 10. Uh, they have a lot of the 13th most wide receiver yards on the season. Probably going to get a lot of Tyson Campbell. Assume he's on the field. He's a little bit banked up. In coverage, Campbell's given up a 126.5 passer rating and 68.5 catch percentage to his assignments. And D-Hop is netting 7.9 targets per game. He is number one in total deep ball targets and number two in total air yards. Again, with all of the incentives there tied to his contract, I know there's been a lot of talk and disagreement on how to approach some of these props on social media, but this is a one that I'm really 
grabbing and get my grubby little mitts on whatever the number is on D hop receiving yards. I am slamming that over elsewhere. Samir white, anytime touchdown plus plus one fifteen at FanDuel. Take it on uh, Lundy's mile high. My little ponies So Denver uh, has done a pretty good job actually to rush defense here since week 10, number five and rush EPA during that stretch. Uh, and they have though allowed five total touchdowns running back position uh, over the last five weeks, but it's all about the volume for Zamir White. Last three games, 20, 22, and 25 total touches. Five of those have come inside the red zone. He's only scored one time, uh, but I think they're in Viva Las Vegas. Uh, he's going to get ball to belly and puncture the invisible pool and splash home a winner for me. Again, at plus money, I will take my chances on that. Available there at FanDuel Sportsbook. Uh, walk down the aisle with Trey McBride. I am. Uh, I took the over on 55.5 receiving yards against the Seattle Seahawks. This one down the Sonoran. Uh, he, of course, plays with the Arizona Cardinals. Now, they went uh, three catches, 26 yards in week seven of the first matchup against Seattle. Uh, but he's been over this prop in three of his last five games. And over his last five games, 44 total targets. Insane in the membrane, that workload. Uh, Seattle, number 29 in pass EPA defense since week 10. Uh, they've given up 54.7. So right at this number, receiving yards per game of the tight end position. I think McBride, it gets into the 60s, and all I need is 56 to score some cash. And the last one on a Saturday for me is Devin Singletary over 13 and a half receiving yards. Another guy with a lot of incentives in his contract, but pay no attention to that. This is all about team football because Houston's got to win to get in, right? And it's all about maximizing the matchup. All I need is 14 receiving yards of cash. I think he's got to get that. Uh, he's got three more receptions in three straight games. Indy is allowing 44.5 receiving yards per game to the running back position. Uh, so I think he's going to get maybe 20 to 25. And again, all I need is 14 to cash on Singletary on that over. Minus 115 juice there at BetMGM on the receiving yards. All right, let's go to college basketball, and then I'm going to work an NBA play, and then we're going to get the hell out of here. Illinois, I'm going to take him to cover on the plus 10 and a half. I, I know where Luddy's going. Uh, I know what you're thinking. Well, you know, that's going to be a popular selection. The Illini are number nine ranked in the country. They're not going to get blown out. It's a bad matchup somewhat on paper, but here's – the difference and why I think Lundy is wrong. Illinois, even without Terrence Shannon, their leading scorer and midseason All-American, they are really excelling at booty ball. And I know you got Zach Eady, who is a prolific shot blocker and just a lane clogger there. But Illinois, the key factor here is Coleman Hawkins. He's six foot ten. He can beat you inside, can beat you outside, uber athletic, supreme defender. If he stays out of foul trouble and Takes Edie out of the lane. Illinois cutting action with Marcus Damask, Quincy Guerrier. Uh, you know, Justin Harmon's been playing exceptional basketball. Ty Rogers is really getting after it. They are long, they are strong, and they are down to get the friction on. That's why they're number three in the country and affect a field goal percentage defense. I think 10 half points, just too many, is always going to try to speed up Purdue. Uh, and try to get out ahead of them before Zach Eady gets set in the lane offensively, and they're out saying defensively. So uh, I'm not saying they're going to win, uh, but I think they lose by single digits tonight at West Lafayette. ILL, though, I'm going to be drinking heavily uh, to try to quell the nerves in that game. Elsewhere, college basketball lines that out yet. I don't care where the number is. I'm going to lay the likely chalk with Clemson. 
on Saturday against North Carolina. I'm guessing the spread is going to be like one and a half, two, and it comes out. I may play this up like three and a half or four. Uh, very evenly matched on paper. Both teams have extraordinary size and experience. But the difference here is that Clemson is shooting over 36% from way downtown. And I think they have the better players on the floor, at least the best player on the floor, in P.J. Hall. Uh, R.J. Davis is amazing. Armando Baycott's been there for a century. Uh, but I think Clemson at home, coming off the loss on the road at Miami, uh, gets back in people's good graces and score the cover there against North Carolina and what is going to be one of the premier matchups of the weekend. All right, NBA, real quick, on this Friday, all Oklahoma City Thunder and Chet Holmgren all the time on this SGP. Give me OKC to score the money line win against Brooklyn and give me Chet uh, to make two or more threes and let's correlate, synergize, bring it all together. Give me Chet 15 or more points. So, again, OKC money line, Chet two or more made threes, Chet two, uh, the 15 or more points, plus 145. They're a bet MGM. Uh, they just faced one another back on uh, New Year's Eve. Holmgren hit three triples in that game. He's gotten two or more in five of his last six. He's netting 40.7% from way downtown on the season. And Brooklyn has given up the second most opponent three-pointers made. I think that will help him surge to the 15 points needed and help uh, OKC surge as a team to score the win there on the road. All right, we've gone long. Uh, I'm out of breath. We are out of time here on the Fade 5 podcast. Do us a favor and give us a rating and a review at your convenience. Slam the thumbs up button on YouTube if you're watching this animated picture and sound. Also, Fade or follow us on the X. Lundy always giving it to you, especially with the hockey picks. At Nate Lundy, my full college basketball card of the lines come out on a busy Saturday. It'll be available there at Noisy Cuevos for the handsome Nathaniel Lundy. I'm Brad Evans. Until next time, as always, feed or follow. That is up to you.